Hello, everybody, and welcome to Board with Fins, a casual podcast about board games and tabletop nonsense, with the added whimsy that some of us may or may not be finished, but will never, ever tell you. My name is Tom, I am one of your hosts, but luckily, it's not just me. Because next door to the studio is the understudy group for Finland's Eurovision entry. They've just finished rehearsing, and I've grabbed two of the performers and dragged them into the studio to talk about board games. Wait a minute. It's Simon and Eta. Hi, guys. Hello. Hello, hello. We were just in the middle of doing the, the human centipede kind of a thing. Jesus Christ, Pract- that took that a thing. real turn from have what I was... Have anything? you not seen the... No, no I, was just, I just do this ironically. No, oh. like, okay, because also I was going to say, I would love to have the green top thing that yeah, he wears. Yeah, that I, really I, works I, on you. Yeah. And there's a bit in the like in the show where like the dancers make this like kind of like a human centipede train thing. And then Sweet he rides Christ. it and goes like... It's not a human centipede, it is a... Look, sorry, I'm just... I'm just human, and the phrase a human centipede <laughs> sounds certain alarm bells in my All mind. Right. As it should. It's, it's, As it it's should. people on their knees who kind of make a train. Oh, people train. Yeah. 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 It's like a people That's train. Much it's the kids thing that they like it's it's what it's supposed to evoke. It's the <laughs> children playing around. Thing. Is but it? I don't know. The whole song is about just getting blackout drunk. Yeah, it's a really great song. It's a fucking banger. I w- I'm wondering when this will come out and like if it just flukes. That it this cannot. Is the actual... it, like, there's it, it, so much hype for it. It, it is literally like... no, I mean, like this episode and Eurovision. Yeah, you know, if the song flukes. Like... No, no, no. I mean, as in, like, if people are listening to this episode right now, mm. and minutes afterwards, Eurovision is going to be on. Oh, that would be great. If we've Hopefully. synced it up so well, it won't happen because I don't plan these things. It's the Euro the Eurovision episode. Yeah, oh, of the board. Of course. Of the board. Mm. And what is Eurovision? What is the most Eurovisiony board game in your opinion? Well, I the think... key is cooperation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the segue. Uh, no, actually, but now, seamless, I, yes. now I do want to hear what Eater's Eurovision board game is. I was going to say Wonderland's War just because you guys have told me so much about the like the aesthetic of it and it being huge. It's too big. It's too pretty. <laughs> and it's like oh, everything it might explode. And it's opulent and it might explode in your face if you push your luck too much. Is, is there actually Eurovision the board game? I'm sure there is. Probably. Okay. I, I would probably say that one then. <laughs> That would be my, I, then again, that would be my then again, I would say that the most Eurovision movie isn't the Eurovision movie, so therefore what? I couldn't finish it. And I'm a huge Eurovision well, fan. Well, you, the one with Will Ferrell. Yeah. Wait, Why I, not? I thought it was an Icelandic guy. <laughs> <laughs> He's such a good actor. Yeah. I no, liked it. I, 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 they gave me the cringe in a level that I couldn't deal with. I mean, there is a certain percentage of cringe that must come with Eurovision. It was, it but was, it's a different kind of cringe. Yeah, it was, that was <laughs> the whole a, point, a, though. The point was that I know, but I, but I like Eurovision and I didn't like the cringe. <laughs> Moving on <laughs> yeah. from this togetherness. Yes, no. I, I didn't like that these little elves in I, I, Iceland just killed that guy. Wow, spoilers. Spoilers <laughs> for actual Eurovision. At the at the, at the the end of the movie, there are oh, these sure elves happens, yeah. that live in Iceland. They just kill a guy. Is I it want, elves or is it the fairies? Well, elves or elves, fairies, whatever. It's elves in Iceland, yeah. Okay. Whatever, magical thingies. Look, I don't know. I'm just trying to be, uh, you know, true to the law. Like, well, but I was in Iceland and I, for a very small moment... You also moment, didn't get killed. No, I didn't get killed, but a very small moment I considered going to the like the Eurovision Museum that they put into the like town where the movie was. It's it, But then I looked at it and it turns out it is a one room at the like bottom floor of the lobby of a hotel in there that just full on just cashing in on the like the I movie think thing. shocking. I think Shocking. if you've seen the movie, um, and this has gone really <laughs> off the rails, it, because it's such a tiny, the movie, like, it's such a tiny tower, yeah. nothing happens. I think it, it's thematically on point if the museum for the thing is just a room that someone's, yeah. some, someone's just put, like, a, a, a picture. To, yes. And if you're expecting, like, like a six-story extravaganza of Eurovision history. Like, they haven't built a Guggenheim museum there. Yeah. For, for Eurovision, they should have. And he's just, like, zero stars. Zero stars on on. So uh, instead, we went Yahoo. to the penis museum because mm, yeah, much better. Yeah, mm. no, it was very dry actually. <laughs> Zing, time well spent. That's the uh, that was also your review left on Yelp. Like very dry, <laughs> very dry, very dry. Very dry. How would you describe this penis mm. museum? Dry, surprisingly dry. It's still surprisingly dry. Yeah, and then it's just under underneath is the the museum responding to me like, well, you're not really supposed to eat them. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's like please stop touching yeah. all of the penises. Yeah. You're not. Uh, that's why I was banned for life yeah. <laughs> from the Icelandic <laughs> Penis Museum. Already a great title for the episode. Yeah, It'll yeah. say nothing about what we're yeah. do. Which, anyway. which of us was banned for life from an Icelandic Penis Museum, yeah. and why? 
Tune in. Spoilers. It's obviously you can, you can always tell when this is the second episode of the day. What are you talking about? We talking we about? record these live minutes before I put them on yeah. Spotify. Mm. This is not. How dare you? How dare you say the magic of Hollywood is is ruined now? Ruined. We were talking about games that are cooperative, not because of Eurovision, but just in general. Mm-hmm. Yes, because say you want to bring out a game, mm. but I don't want to fight you. I don't want to have an intelligence contest. I don't mm. want to bring out a chessboard and have a scrap with you. I want us to work together against the game. And mm. luckily, modern board games have a, quite a few options for, for doing that. That's true. So we're going to chat through some co-op games. Well, ones that I like. I don't know if, <laughs> if I'm going to say that. And then everyone else is like, that's a terrible game, Tom. Mm. I hate every time that we play that. I hate co-op games. Well, not all of them. Not all. <laughs> just, just most. Yeah. Just, just most. the ones Tom likes. Yeah. yeah, but I think this is also one thing that comes up that you don't want to play adversarial games with Ruby. This but, is true. Then that's why you play quite a lot of co-op games. Uh, yeah, because I kind of like the idea of not actively fighting someone that I live with. Mm. Even though she does like the the she, fight. He, she does like kicking the shit out of you in a yeah. game. That's why it's yeah. like, yeah. But yeah, I, I, I get a bit more Care Bear. So I like the, let's all work together against the game. I, was, yeah. I very recently said to someone after we've been playing Diplomacy and I got absolutely ganked in it because I'm just very like, <laughs> I realized that I am too nice to people and I'm like, any game can be cooperative if you try hard enough. Well, this is like, I, th- yeah, but doesn't no. that prove that that isn't the case? It's cooperative, yeah, but cooperative against someone else. Like you can team up, but I don't know. A co-op game is like everyone. Yeah, I know exactly. Like. My point is mostly that I'm also a goddamn care bear, and then I just need, end up trying yeah. to be nice to everyone. And then yeah, like yeah. like the, well, I've talked about this in TI at the end when mm. someone is really winning and we're trying to like stop them from winning. Yeah, and I just forget that I should be also playing my own game. So maybe yeah. co-op games are good for me because that impulse is actively encouraged and actually <laughs> moves the game forward. Mm. Yeah, you need to read more like Sun Tzu. Or uh, Machiavelli, mm. you know. If it's a choice between being feared and being loved. You should always be feared, yes. Always be feared. And then put that into board games <laughs> that we play with with friends. Yes, yeah, because we're all very tactical gamers who want to just, like, win instead of, like... Well, I mean, I don't <laughs> I don't hate winning. Mm. It just, it's you you do now. win quite often, though. Everyone yeah, says that. You mean, we all feel like you win quite a lot. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a weird kind of impression that I must give off, but I can't remember. All right. I, w- I wish I would have kept stats. Yeah. Yeah, we should start doing... Look, like, no, true... That's like true gamers yeah oh, who, who, who wins and with how many points how oh, many God. victory points jesus that would be such a disappointing spreadsheet for your old pal tom to no. i don't think i win many games either yeah but you get close and then you 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 lose the fire you yeah lose the passion. I, exactly i'm not like uh, i i don't have the final cutthroat energy and yeah. that's again why i think co-op games may be the place i should be excelling yeah. at because you do so well and the only thing you bug out on is mm. quietly sidling up to someone and then slitting their throat yeah you'd never do it metaphorically of course mm. in real <laughs> life you'd do that no, 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 I'm all, I, I don't do backstabbing, I just do stabbing. Yes, exactly. Which is your weakness that we mm. all exploit. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, I don't really know, like, the timeline of stuff, but, like, I guess the biggest kind of co-op game that most gamers and non-gamers would know, I'm going to throw this out there, mm. is probably Pandemic. Mm. At least it's the most successful co-op I game. Think, I think you're right. I don't know if that's, like, the first one. Like, I don't know if that's the Catan of co-op games. But It would be incredible if, it, if they get it that correct on such an early, like co-op game but i also cannot think of anything that would have preceded it on that like in that space and full disclosure i haven't googled anything no me no. neither I, you know i'm using facts the american way by just assuming that whatever i say is correct yeah, yeah. and it's and you're just saying you feel like yeah. it's the thing and yeah. if you say that then you can say it's whatever a gut you want fact. Yeah. Well, at least it is like i do know that it's the highest rated co-op game on the like bgg list because i was just looking at this recently mm. yeah. unless you count yeah. gloomhaven which i don't it's yeah, well, kind of. Yeah, yeah. I guess it's a kind, kind, of. Of, kind of a co-op game. It's a different kind of board. Game. Did you see how many like pandemic spin-offs and expansions? Yeah. Like how many? Like literally how many? Because in my mind, it's like easily a dozen. I, I was just looking at the, like the top, let's say top yeah. twenty or something, and they okay. already had multiple in it, and it's just like yeah. Because I know that there's at least like three full expansions for the base game. They've got like the three legacy versions of it, yeah. like season one, season two, and then oddly enough, season zero. <laughs> And then, like, yeah, all the weird, like, what was in the first episode we were talking about, like, Rome. And it was just like, you know, it's like pandemic, except with genocide and slavery. I'm like, yeah. great, great. That's what that's oh. what pandemic needed. Paolo, Paolo Mores. He's done it again. Design. He's done it again. Mm. There's like a Cthulhu pandemic. I know I've played that. Oh, yeah, I've played that. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. It's played that. super weird. Yeah, but it's like, Isn't obviously that... the core mechanic is pretty fucking solid if people can, like, keep kind of playing. Yeah, that. well, it's, I mean, it's, I mean, the core mechanic is sort of, you have a map usually of the world. 
in these games. Mm-hmm. And then you sort of, you all can play a character and you can, you can move around on the map and then have to put out fires, kill monsters, do something. Bad things yep. are happening to the world and you have to stop it. But one person can't do it at the same time. So you have mm-hmm. to discuss stuff like, oh, well, I, I'm closer to these monsters, so I'll go there and do this. Well, mm-hmm. you, you can do this. Maybe you can get us more resources and we can meet up here and share them. Yep. So it's like, yep. it's a different type of like gaming experience that you don't like, well, obviously you don't get with any other games because then you actually mm. just have to like hive mind it yeah to to win that it takes game. multiple people i guess the the kind of and what i'm talking about i guess what we're going to talk about here is more like or what i would like to keep talking about but we got off the rails anyway is kind of more pure co-op games not like this new breed of like semi-co-op games mm. where like there may be a traitor among you yeah, kind like of the, doing it the dead of winter dead of winter yeah, no, I yeah, I was just, I mean, we don't need to talk about those but i kind of like i really like that addition to it mm. of having like like I, sometimes on, I, Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. Like but if, if I'm in the mood for a co- for example, where I, like one person it. is that will be potentially the traitor at some point. Yeah. Again, I love those games, and I own at least two of those games, yeah. like Dead of Winter and Unfathomable. And like maybe we can come back for hidden traitor ones because mm-hmm. I'll be honest, no, I know has Shadows Over Camelot, which is like the first kind of traitor semi co op mm-hmm. oh. game, and I want to go back and kind of play the OG one. Yeah. But like I wouldn't. I wouldn't equate them as co-op games no, because they're, I think they're, the they're very, is very different. different. Yeah. Just the fact that there might be a traitor is enough to change the game. Yeah, yeah. So I think if I was in the mood for a co-op game, I don't think I would bring out mm. something with a potential traitor or a definite yeah. traitor because I think that's a different kind of vibe. But yeah, I guess the the kind of the core tenet of co-op game is that you're working together and there are many ways to lose, but there's only one way to win. Mm. That's pretty much it. So pandemic. Topical or not, as it may be still. Different diseases represented by cubes, beautiful shape, once again invented by board games, uh, are spreading around two cities and you can use your actions to move around and sort of clear up and cure these diseases. That's the Mm -hmm. kind of the game. So you win if you find the cure for all the diseases, but the game wins if there's too many outbreaks, if if you run out of cubes, if, you know, certain things are lost, like if if a deck ends. Hmm. So... There's an inherent like kind of ticking clock and there's many ways that you can fuck up and lose. Mm. And that's kind of the the overarching thing for a lot of co-op games, I think, is there, there's one particular thing that needs to happen to win and a lot of things can Go fuck wrong. up and make yeah. it wrong. Yeah. And generally, especially with the old ones, it should be hard to win. Yeah. Generally speaking, I think the the more modern co-op games have gone a bit more Care Bear, mm. but definitely the old sort of co-op games can be incredibly brutal. Mm-hmm. Well, I think like they kind of, in my opinion, they kind of have to be because if you're not competing against other people, like the challenge is like if we're all collecting victory points for ourselves, then obviously like the challenge is get, getting more victory points than, than you guys. But if we're all working together, there's like a set, like a point that we have to do to win. And if mm-hmm. that's too easy, then the game is like, then there's not really anything to game. Like there's nothing to play against if it's just like well it doesn't matter what i do i'm just gonna move around eventually we'll do, win, i'm gonna yeah. do the actions mm. that i can do i'll just do an action and yeah. it doesn't matter because we it has to be stressful at some point it has to mm. be like all uh, right it has to be like sometimes you just, you just can't win it's like yeah. you just got the cards out in the wrong order and mm. you got too fucked in the beginning and like there's no way to like yeah. it's also like it kind of, from mathematically that. it works in that like if you have a four-player board game and you're not gonna win more than like let's say if it's an equal game situation, then it's like one out of four games. And that's the same about with, I think, for like co-op games, it's, you shouldn't win every game. No, I, th- I, even, I, I think it would be quite dull. With, yeah. Yeah, I think it would be quite dull. I mean, you can, especially with base game Pandemic, and spoiler, I've played like uh, season one of the Pandemic Legacy and mm. base game, but with no expansions. Mm. And the expansions mm. add some crazy shit into it, like mini games to cure things. Like there's a lot of add-ons to the board. So yeah. I can't really speak to that. Because again, I'm kind of like, if I want to play Pandemic, I kind of like the, the pure Pandem, yeah. kind of mm. system. Uh, but you can tailor it to make it easier or harder, right? Like you can put in more Epidemic cards. And these are kind of the the spice in the game where you're constantly picking up good cards that help you mm. win the game. But in this, like landmines are just cards that basically throw off the plans, that cause outbreaks, mm. that mean that places that have had outbreaks or have had disease cubes now can get reinfected. And it just makes the game harder. So by having more of these cards, then you get the game harder for yourself. So I guess there is this kind of self... You can pick your level of how screwed you want to feel at any point in the game. How stressed you want to be, yeah. Yeah, just go, oh no, please, yeah. not another epidemic. Mm. But like, Pandemic is one of those games that I've played a bit of, and every time it's like, I would like to play more Pandemic. It is just like, it's something that I've thought about for quite a long time, but it mm. just kind of, again, never seems to come up. But only the only the Rome version. No, and we yeah. don't we don't look too far why. Mm. <laughs> Definitely just that, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, it's obviously super popular. Like the fact that there's been so many versions of it 
Yeah. Yeah. If you think about the like mechanics that pandemic has, it has the like it has the co-op game like fighting the things and splitting your forces and having to optimize together. But it also has those events. It has those epidemic cards. Mm-hmm. Is the epidemic cards or the event cards and the unpredictability of that what makes pandemic so loved? Or is because I'm thinking of other co-op games that I've played and some of them just don't have that. They seem a lot more like just optimizing your actions yeah. and. I mean, it's kind of, yeah, but it, it, co-op games is a mixture of, like, optimizing efficiency and then hoping the game doesn't really fuck you. Yeah. Because yeah. there's definitely games of Pandemic where you're like, oh, it's like, we're just being hit, we're just being kicked from turn one. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. certain games you can't win. And then other ones you just kind of waltz. So this is, like, a potential downside, I guess, for all co-op games is yeah. just because of the setup of random chances or, like, where you guys are. And usually in co-op games, you do have some asymmetric kind of powers, mm-hmm. like in Pandemic. So you could be good at curing things you're better at like researching things yeah getting cards mm-hmm. of a particular color and certain like just through random chance which is it's unavoidable i guess for for something that isn't being dm'd or actively mm-hmm. fought against you then you're playing odds at some point so yeah you can I, i've had like terrible games of yeah. pandemic yeah. and stuff like that another potential downside to me at least is that for corporate games games everyone needs to be kind of equally into it for because if you're playing mm-hmm. like in general also like you want everyone to be into the game you're playing even yeah. if you're playing for yourselves but in a corporate game it quite easily becomes that everyone else is playing someone's turns for them and they're just kind of along for the ride if they're not into it uh, i am very adamant that i try not to do that because i also don't like it yeah and it, i think it comes from people that like go into a game uh if you're expecting a game to be competitive and some people are just very competitive mm. and then if you in a co-op game you're kind of taking that away from them mm. and then they have to actively then they're making the game the bad guy and then you are just accessories to them being competitive with the game yeah This is, uh, I don't think that is my thing, but at the same time, I find myself being the person who optimizes games. Like, I, I just I just <laughs> like, see the, like... You should do this. Yeah, like, we should, if you do this, 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 and this, this round, then we, next round we can do this, this, this. Like, I can just, like, I'm, like, I'm unavoidably looking That's at the, like... why you're a horrible person. Yeah. I know. It's one of the many reasons. <laughs> but, like... But She just loves a serious economic, like, engine builder mm, where you can mm. math out But several like, turns in a row. Well, because I don't. I don't understand why my your, brain does this to me. Your brain does it. Maybe it's telling games. you that you should be into Brass Birmingham and mm-hmm. Agricola. Yeah. yeah. I, I think, yeah. You're, you're you're a heavy Euro gamer. You just don't know it yet. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Currently, just, I'm just yeah. here and ruining corporate games by being like yeah. this backseat yeah. gamer. Because I kind of, yeah, I... I was gonna. I'm glad you brought it up. I was gonna bring up this thing of like it can tend to be like that. Someone sort of says out loud of this is what we're supposed to like do. You should do this, and then like some on your turn, then it might be that it almost feels like you're not really playing a, a game. Like mm-hmm. you don't get to you don't get to play a game because it's like well, it's just obvious that I now need to. I'm stuck in this position where I just have to keep doing this, and it's that's like, true. I yeah. don't get to do a decision to. I don't get to do anything fun. I, don't, I just get to like I'm here because I'm good at healing stuff. So I'm yeah. just I'm moving yeah. now between London and New. York and I I do this oh it's my turn well I move here I buy this and I move back and that's what I do for but the I think that's game. also yeah. depends on the game a lot because I think it, it, it does but I'm saying that like, I'm just yeah. lifting up like negatives that I, I, I think of yeah. but these are for, these for are things, legit, which are legitimate right? thing of someone just ends up being like well I'm either gonna die or I'm just gonna do nothing because this is the only way mm. this is the best way I can help so the only thing I can do like optimize it mm. is for me to move between those things yeah. and like buy more save cubes or whatever you, mm. you need to, to do I, I can definitely see it and this is like again how you approach the game and what you're kind of expecting but yeah. like if you go into a co-op game and you want to be the MVP mm. every game that probably won't <laughs> kind no. of so if you're interested in like kind of the story of like I don't know sort of afterwards going well I personally did fuck all <laughs> <laughs> but I'm kind of I'm happy to be part of an experience where like at least we held on like it was just me fighting back the fires here which allowed you to go there to have that Hail Mary yeah, kind of pass but if you're like if you play a cooperative game to be like the best player on the team mm, and like yeah. to bring it into video games like being like you know if you're a League of Legends or a Dota player and mm. you're like well you know I'm the carry here I carried all of you mm. it's like well okay Maybe this is not the spirit of cooperative gaming yeah. that, that you're uh, expecting. Speaking of, um, now you, uh, this is going to be a tangent. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a, I can't <laughs> remember what the, it. I can't remember what the game is called. But there's like an Breaking what? Bad, the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, but then that probably exists. <laughs> yeah. Um, but there's a game that's like an, it's an 
not an MMORPG. It's like a whatever Dota's and and those games are. Uh, yeah, I know yeah, what you mean. So there's a board game, game of that. Someone's made that, and what? it's like you play like four v you play four v four. So you need yeah. eight, eight people, and then like a Holy bunch shit. And there's a bunch of characters. Yeah. That you can choose, and there's like all this like there's like snipers and like healers and stuff, and then you all like on your turn you there's turns, yeah. and then you do things, and then they do things, and it's like it's a, a MOBA basically. MOBA, yeah, yeah. MOBA, yeah, MOBA, that's the word. Yeah. yeah, it's it's a MOBA. It's a tabletop MOBA that someone made, super and there's like twenty five different characters that you can choose from and they're all like Nijan and have their powers and yeah. have synergy it's like playing League of Legends but on tabletop but isn't like League of Legends is like okay this is now or to, yeah, like, like, any okay. of the other no no like, like, but like it's it's basically tower defense with extra bits how dare you oh my goodness all all of South Korea has just yeah. screamed out in pain at the same no time no wonder we're not getting any listeners from that <laughs> <laughs> They've ruined our chances. All right their fears have that, come true. Right before that big marketing campaign we were going to have there. <laughs> oh, so I spent thousands on it. Thousands. Oh. <laughs> I mean, Tower Defense, yeah. I mean, there's a lot more nuance, I guess, that you can yeah. do in a real, like, yeah. again, uh, sort of real-time I didn't, MOBA. Because it's not, yeah, game. again, it's not, and that's not a, a co-op game. But it's, getting it's eight ca- people. It's, it's kind of a co-op game from the four point of view of... For the four people in that group, yeah. yeah. See, I would kind of, like, and I think team games is something we should do in a future episode. Yeah, because I've definitely got a few, and like some of yeah. your your favorites, Captain Zona. Maybe, yeah. So this, <laughs> this or maybe we could some. I don't want to buy it, but someone else could buy this mobile tabletop game, and then we could. I'm just think thinking. That. I'm thinking like, but to get eight people super invested in like an very, I'm assuming very asymmetric and very long. Yeah, cute. Yeah. Like the powers are like this is a game. Yeah, but like, I mean, the chances of getting. I mean, if you got a game group, yeah. and I assume a huge table yeah is what you would need for for this then i i don't hate what you're saying no. but i'm thinking like wow what a what a goldilocks zone yeah. like it would have to be the perfect day with i think it might also to, work to with it. like i think eight is like ideal but i think it might work with like if you have like six or something with you like, have like, yeah. you'd have less per team and then do you have like minions changes i think i can't remember how you do it, okay. but i think yes because you level up and shit as well hmm. oh my god okay so maybe it's for if you're already playing mobas with a lot of people and then yeah. you go to Merky. i don't know i don't <laughs> The internet's too yeah. here to connect to South yes. Korea, so... I don't know why I brought this up. This has nothing to do with co-op <laughs> games. Kind of you talked about MOBAs, and then my brain went, but, there's a MOBA game. But I think there is there is a point about mentality, about how you approach like being on a team or cooperating. Because yeah. like some people just want to be, I'm the leader, you should listen to me, yeah. I, you should do this, you should do this, you should do this. Mm-hmm. Because you have like this, even in a cooperative team environment, a competitive, it's like... Well, I'm the best collaborator here. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like I'm the best team player. It's like mm. okay, I think you've misinterpreted what team playing is at this point. Also, it's a fucking game. Yeah. If someone yeah. wants to go to Sydney to do a shit turn, I just let them do it. Trying to like bring this back to the pandemic thing. I think mm. the thing where I'm doing the over optimization that part of like this only starts making any sense if we're playing a like really hard like game of co-op game like it's mm-hmm. a, like a pandemic game that is just constantly fighting against us then it like then everyone is kind of in that mind space and trying to like on a really good game of pandemic is everyone just kind of like scrambling constantly uh, right. I get yeah but I guess it comes down to because everything in pandemic is so open mm-hmm. right there's no kind of hidden information and there's no real like chance other than what mm-hmm. comes out in the deck yeah. that it's very known quantities what people can do so it's very easy to look at someone else's board and go, you should do this, yeah. mm. which is like either a blessing or a curse if they're a noob or, or not. Mm. Uh, but then it's up to people to like kind of not optimize it because you can in pandemic, like yeah. theoretically you could set a pandemic for four people and then play every year yeah. and without moving from your seat, play four people's yeah. turns. Yeah. Like if you if if that's the gaming experience you really want, you can do it. But then this is also like because I've uh, referred to this in a previous episode, like playing Zombie Side, which is a much 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 simpler co-op game. Mm. Uh, have you guys I, played? I've, I've, I've never I've, played any of the Zombie Side. Okay. I, I, I have. I haven't heard of Zombie Side. There's okay. like a million of them. Yeah, now. it's crazy. Pretty good. Like I I think they're pretty fun. Like they're quite casual and it's in, like it's really approachable. Yeah. Uh, I've played both the like the original one and then there's a medieval one where you can play like D kind of like race characters basically. This is the, the uh, Black Plague. Black Plague. Yeah, I've yeah, heard yeah. good things about that. I, I like both uh, but the 
basic game is that you have the room, like room setup or like the setup of the board, which always changes by scenario by scenario. Yeah. And then you have your character starting from a certain place, and there is a X number of zombies on the board, and you are trying to either get from mm. one end of the map to another, or you're trying to collect some things along the way, or you're trying to kill a certain kind of big guy anyway. Okay. Yeah. And then you have like mildly asymmetric powers each of the like characters you're playing, and the zombies spawn based on the things you do. Like when you open doors, there's a okay. dice roll of how many. Well, like, this is easier than less complex than pandemic yes in many ways because there's just like it's just you're moving on the board and there's zombies coming when you open oh, okay. the door yeah. it's just and then you win by accomplishing the thing you're trying to do and you lose by getting overrun by zombies mm. I think this gets away from the optimization like the quarterbacking it, player because yeah but there you it's dice based right yeah so this is why I'm like, I'm trying to very cleverly segue into something else beyond mm-hmm. this. But like now where everything in pandemic is very procedural and mm-hmm. you kind of know what people can do, I guess like it becomes a bit tricky now if you have to roll the dice for noise or I, I, is it dice for attack or you always yes. attack or something? Do you uh, roll for, for defense? And uh, stuff? I think so maybe. And you have different weapons you can collect from the different rooms. Yeah. And like there's so you a, don't know what you're getting. Yeah, mm-hmm. basically. It's very random on that. But it's because it is like the same way. There's even less in there's less information available about there's like less, just less things. Then mm. it's even easier to kind of try to like metagame it because mm. it's but yeah. like you're you have you roll more dice and than I do and you're like you can escape this situation quicker i've also done like backseat gaming in it but i think just because i've been playing it occasionally very dry groups so it's not a like i'm not having fun with the game itself so i'm just kind of like optimizing the situation <laughs> everyone's just sitting silently going i mean oh look a zombie yeah i mean you can dislike any game if you play it with the wrong people yeah mm. and, I, and i've liked them like i think it is a like an interesting way of like playing the game and it has like it can be very stressful and then the pressure of the game is even more obvious when you look at the board and you see that you're like your literal characters are surrounded by 47 like million <laughs> yeah. zombies and it's just like it's so visual in that yeah you just have to like oh no I, I this room is so full of zombies i have to pile them on top of each other and you have to go in there <laughs> should be fine yeah. but then you just look at that room and go i can paint all of these zombies yes <laughs> that's the real thing there's no fear it's like i'll go in and i'll paint every single one of you sons of bitches <laughs> and also this is my this might not be a Good second, well, good bit, but I'm just like remembering the game that Miko has the drowning game where it's like I cannot oh remember the name God. of the game, but like I don't think anyone has ever won a scenario of that because I it's remember so di- difficult. dying instantly every every time. Yeah, just literally drowning. Yeah, which yeah. which game is this? I cannot remember the one that Miko has it like 47 huge, kilos of. Kickstarter you talked about this like yeah. the Kickstarter game. Yeah, that's... it's like hu- like tens of boxes. It has like it uh, like it's something yeah. madness. I cannot, but like it's like it's Cthulhu, like vaguely like Cthulhu esque deep madness. Yes. Wakely Cthulhu esque. Is, like, is it good? I think it is like it has a lot of really, it's really thematic, it's really pretty, mm. and the game mm. mechanics are really interesting, and it is a really, really, really difficult cooperative game. Yeah. I think you can like do all the right things and still lose. Yeah. Because mm. I, I don't think we weren't doing like fuck about stuff, and I don't think we got past the first scenario, I and mean, I think we tried like three times. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't <laughs> like, I haven't asked him in a while, but I at least at one point, no one had cleared the first scenario. Like, the, he played it with a lot of people in a lot okay. of different so situations. it's a real game. It's a, it's, uh, I, yeah, but, I don't know. But it's difficult with the Kickstarter thing, because Kickstarter stuff is usually pretty wonky, because mm-hmm. they don't, it's tend to be more based on, like, minis and aesthetic, maybe, the, than the minis for, are for balancing. fucking phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, it looks beautiful. It's yeah. just impossible. Yeah, I think that was it. It was like, oh, can I go into this room and you're dead. Like, mm. oh, the water okay. is rising. Oh, and the water. Right. How much air have you got? Not enough. Yeah, we know, okay. like, we know, like, an hour before the game that we've already lost, and we're just going to so like it's scrambling. An ultra brutal. Yeah, uh, yeah, survival, which I think game. is maybe a bit overkill for uh, yeah. for a co-op game. Yeah, but like, but it's, but it can, like, sometimes that can be a really fun experience. Like, I've played it with really mixed groups of people, and it's been yeah. like quite successful. I guess it just depends how like relentless you want the game. If there's no like kind of, there's literally no wiggle room to do anything incorrectly. Mm-hmm. then that's really going to b- bring out the optimizer among you. No, but I, mm. I, in this case, it doesn't because it is so brutal that there's like, there is... There's just no way to win. There's just like, there's... like there's, <laughs> That's how they get around the it quarterbacking. Seems, it seems like yeah. there's no right answer. You can just scramble and hope for the best. No, but surely there must be like a best decision that we can be made We haven't figured out yet that yeah. I don't know. But some yeah. would the, still see or think that that's the best decision. The floating dead bodies. quarterback person would go and then... Go, and oh, even that one do doesn't that. have that much. I think it has some randomness, but mostly it's just like a... a 
relentless like Jesus thing. Christ but you wanted to make a point about something with randomness uh, I was but actually now you mentioned it like going back to like a simplified version of a game that I think got a bit of love but it's kind of below the radar now it's the same designer of Pandemic and it's kind of seen as like a cut down version mm. uh, Forbidden Island oh yeah so this is it's like the little tile game well, and you've got to get four wait, what, what treasures am I of? The... Forbidden Desert no, I'm thinking of this the uh, the one with lots of heads with the, the three spirit heads. island. Spirit island, yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah. So this is. I'm like, that's not cut down. That's... I think because I would have brought this away at a murky with you. I think at some point. So you have got like four treasures. Like there's the yeah. fire gem and the thingy thingy. Oh, this and game. And basically, so the same setup is that yeah. you collect cards. So you want to keep the island up. So mm. you're treasure hunters. This theme. Uh, but like every turn, instead of like in pandemic where you flip a card and disease cubes comes out. You flip a card and the tile that you're on, like the I- portion of the island, becomes flooded. And mm-hmm. if it's already flooded, then it's sunk to the depths and that piece of the island is gone forever. I remember this. And you it's have, really stressful, but also really fun. I, yeah, but it's such a, a cut down kind of cute version of like, and it's a real very quick game as mm-hmm. well. Like it's a real yeah. ticking clock because you've got to, you can only get the treasures when you have certain cards and you yeah. can only get them from certain tiles. And obviously, if the tile is over here, like way up north, and then you lose all the tiles to get there, yeah. you can't actually claim the treasure. No. And then you've got to get, so you've got to, between you, you get all four treasures from these locations, and then you all get back to the helipad, and then someone has to have a power card to actually get you off. Yeah. So that's how I you remember, win. I it's remember, I think it's a good game. I, I played it like yesterday or the day before yeah. uh, with Rubes, and I was like, this is actually like really good. Yeah. A really good, like nice little, even a two-player co-op game. Yeah. Because I don't know if I'd set up Pandemic to play two-player, no. but Forbidden so Island, I would do it. this have been the, the ultimate date game instead of Elder Sign? Perhaps. Mm. Maybe. Perhaps. Maybe we didn't think about it. I, I retcon it. Okay, I'll go back and I'll re-edit the episode. It's like, <laughs> yeah, and I think for this one, I pick Forbidden Island. <laughs> and every time... <laughs> yeah, but like and that. then it's going to be us commenting on like, oh, well, so you rolled dice to do this. Yes, on Forbidden Island. <laughs> <laughs> Just a really noticeable... Yeah. yeah, but like uh, I think this also has the element I mentioned in in Zombieside, which is like all of these are quite visual. You can see how yes. fucked you are. Yeah, like the, and it, there's nothing the more like rising is amazing, and it's like literally like taking the board game, like yeah. the board is going smaller and smaller. You go, oh god, you know the the sense of like ticking clock and like this sinking island. I think is like a really. It makes it super clear that you're playing against the situation. Like yeah. it's like yeah. it, there is no adversarial. Like you're all in this fucked situation together and just yeah. trying to scramble to survive. Yeah. And again, you've all got little powers that can do certain yeah. things, and you can always like fly. And around it's very and simple, stuff. like to set up and explain the game is yeah. is super easy. But it's kind of like it kind of like scratches the same itch as Pandemic, but with so much less setup. Yeah. Like this is mm-hmm. how I also like this is a weird thing to say, but kind of this is how I kind of felt about Eclipse and Twilight Imperium. That it, like there are certain things that it gave me that are scratching the same itch. Not all of the things. Mm-hmm. Like it's not giving. Me everything that I get in Twilight Imperium, but it gives they're me. Vi- I think scratch- they're very different games. Yes, but I like scratches that. some the same itch about yeah. like when we play a space game. The same thing, like just like scratches like Forbidden Island scratches the cooperative. We're all fucked together without being as involved as Pandemic. The I think the only reason I haven't played more Forbidden Island is mm. because it came in a shit tin. <laughs> and again, I'm really going to knock on like tin boxes. <laughs> Games should not come in oddly shaped fucking tins. So when we moved, we had to throw away the tin, which means the game went into a bag. The bag went into the cupboard. And then if I don't see the fucking game, why? I never pull, pull it out. Why Why did you have to throw away the tin when you moved? Because I couldn't, like, obviously limited space. We were doing games and games and games and boxes and boxes and boxes. And, like, the oh, tin when you, was just... Oh, when you moved to Finland? Yes. Oh, I thought... I thought From this, my I, homeland, Finland. I thought... Uh, I, I, thought I thought this was when you moved, like, within Finland. And I was like... <laughs> and I, yeah, that's what I was thinking. And Because like, that's, that's the latest all... move you did. And I was like... Why did you? That doesn't make any sense. It's, it's in like the same van. Yeah, you could have, you like, could have like, asked me to carry it. It's like Ruby gave you exactly three boxes to put your games in. It's like you got, you don't get it anymore, John. Yeah. This is what you get. Yeah, and you've met her. That, that she yeah. rules with an iron fist. She does. She does. Um, but yeah, uh, and it was just like, oh, fuck it. This is this is gone because it had like it never it had like this sort of imprinted embossed. lid. Yeah, embossed, and it was sort of like and it didn't really. Right. And it's the so lid was pretty. like that's yeah. like literally half the reason I almost bought it at one point is because it is so pretty that thin. Yeah, I, I love a tin box. Look, I think you should buy it. It's just for me. Yeah, fucking hate games yeah. in tins. I think I think it's a it's a really good game now that I remembered what it is and that, that I've actually played. It's it. super I, cute. I, I've forgotten that it kind of exists, but I think it I think it's great. And I think where Pandemic sort of I don't like I play Pandemic and I like it, but I don't 
kind of love it. I wouldn't like, there's always games that I would play rather play. Hmm. I think Pandemic ends up in a weird situation where there's games like this Forbidden Island and then, is it called Ghost Stories? The one mm-hmm. where you're like l- mm. little Buddhist monks fighting things. And there's like those kind of co-op games. And then there's like one step up in kind of complexity kind of is like Pandemic because it's bigger. And then there's like one step more, which is like um, Arkham Horror and, and this Eldritch Horror, which yeah. is like also co-op, but it's co-op with like no more complex in a way, more like story elements or more like mm. i don't know like more, more like uh, more like immersiveness and i feel like i would rather play either the simpler ones so ghost stories or forbidden island or then i would instead of pandemic if i want like an easier co-op game or if i'm feeling more gamey then i would rather play arkham horror or eldritch horror than pandemic so yeah. pandemic is like in a weird middle game hmm. where i don't know why i would play pandemic instead of ghost stories forbidden island or arkham, mm-hmm. or like eldritch horror i hmm. i can't really disagree with you and I think out of all the co-op games that I've owned and played, like my my favorite, I can't really explain why, mm. but I just will always reach for ghost stories. And I know it's been rebranded now into this like medieval one, but like yeah. the old school like Taoist monks or Buddhist monks protecting this uh, Chinese village. I, I just find it like aesthetically quite entertaining with the art of like the ghosts and the things mm. coming out of the hills. And I just like the the kind of me- mechanic of like collecting things and rolling dice and mm. like okay, I'm going to do this incredible fight and then roll dice. I'm like, no, okay, did nothing. Wasted my turn. We're screwed. And then constantly fighting this unwinnable battle. Do you want to kind of explain the point, like the the way ghost stories play? Sure. So you basically set up this kind of central village, which is based on nine randomly distributed tiles. So each villager tile, if you're on it, gives you a certain power if you want to spend your action doing it. And then around the village in one of four colors, which are the four player colors, and I should say you probably want to play this as a full four-player mm-hmm. game mm-hmm. Uh, so there's a red side of the map blue green yellow side of the map and on your turn you're basically the ghosts that are already on the board so there's a kind of like a what do you think like car park spaces for ghosts <laughs> where <laughs> where if you Graveyard. have a space for ghosts well potentially uh, if you have space for a ghost you have to draw and play a ghost and ghosts of particular colors go in the car parks of that color mm-hmm. and certain ghosts have effects that happen when they come out every turn when it's the player's turn so red ghosts go on the red player's turn and basically when you defeat the ghost you either get a curse or a reward and basically what you want to do is keep these car parks free of ghosts as much as possible i don't know why in the law now they're car parks but it works in my head (laughs) so you want to go around the board and fight ghosts or on for an action use the power of the village tile that you're on and fighting ghosts is you roll uh some dice that have colored sides Mm -hmm. and each ghost will have a particular strength of a particular color so like a weak red ghost will have one red dot and a strong ghost will have like four red dots that means you need to roll and have like three of three or four or whatever of that color to Mm. defeat the ghost so obviously if it's a very strong ghost the chances of you rolling the dice to actually defeat it is very rough so the game is how can we move each other around how can we use the powers of the village how can we collect tokens that help us defeat ghosts and hold out long enough until the boss comes out and then you defeat the boss Mm -hmm. And you basically lose the game if you all die. You lose the game if too much of the village becomes haunted. And you lose the game if you... uh, Probably other things as well. I can't remember now what it is. But yeah, yeah. but basically it's a constant battle onslaught. And I like that it does feel like a battle. I think that's the most kind of like thematic thing. It's very compelling. And I remember we played this quite a few times and it's just like, it's been a while now, but it's Mm. just like, I remember it being very fun and it being that kind of like cooperative and feeling like being under attack constantly having Mm. to like scramble but again one that doesn't trigger the optimization instinct for some reason i think it's because it's so like you're playing with luck a lot and like you go oh well i'll just very easily vanquish this ghost because all i need Mm. to do is roll one red observe and then you throw your dice and go "Mm, three blue Mm. (laughs) okay whiffed that yeah because it's like you can if you feel like you're spending your turn soaking up resources you're not fighting ghosts and ghosts will always come out. So if you're not killing ghosts every turn, you're basically losing the game. But also if you try and get rid of a ghost and you whiff, then that's worse than doing nothing yeah. because you've literally just gone like, mm, I could have done something. I could have made it this. better and I, I yeah. could have like, gathered resources to yeah. do So I think it's tricky yeah. to kind of, and you're also limited like, so again, there's some asymmetrical powers. Like some people roll more dice in a fight. Some people can like, Ooh, better, yeah. yeah. So there's people like, that can go any space on the map, whereas people are more powerful but slower. Yeah. There's people that can do multiple fights or multiple things. And I just kind of like the the aesthetic of it, especially using Buddhas as ghost landmines. 
Hashtag Buddha boys. Hashtag hashtag Buddha boys. And I think that is, if there is one strategy you can have in this game, it is use Buddhas. If you're not using Buddhas, yeah, have have (laughs) some, give someone. You're the dedicated Buddha boy, and you just stand there and do Buddhas. Mm -hmm. Hey, it works. It It works. works. They are. Well, it kind of works. Because that just like because that obviously like in real life they're landmines. And then <laughs> that's and then, a top tip that you know of. Every Buddha statue yeah. that you see is a potential landmine. So if you for the put a, if you put a monster on it or a ghost on it, it instantly explodes and dies. Regardless mm-hmm. of if it's like a really tough one, and you're like, oh, mm-hmm. it needs like four blacks mm-hmm. to to do, and it's like, oh, that those are hard to get. And then you just like boop, and then it's dead, and then it's gone. Explodey. I think out of all the co-op games that I've got, and this again, like I agree with you with the pandemic. I don't know when I would pull it off the shelf compared to this because I always yeah. go for ghost stories. I don't think like even Ruby understands why. She's like, you do like that game, I don't know, a bit too much. It's it's really good. I like it as well. And it give I don't know, it gives like a weird sense of like I don't know, real danger. Yeah, mm. but it also feels being, like you're of like we're really like struggling. Maybe it's because uh, maybe it's like the closed nature of it that we're mm. all like in this little square Beach, yeah. and like stuff is coming from all sides yeah. versus like pandemic where it's just it's just the world and, and there's it, some stuff here and there that's a <laughs> problem but it's yeah. kind of but okay but it also gives you like the feeling of accomplishment that like each monster each ghost that you kill is like it feels like you've accomplished something whereas in mm. pandemic you can like you get to I've removed two cubes, cubes. Yeah. yeah no I, I get it I, I think it's yeah. a bit more bit more visceral as well and it's like oh I hope I don't have to roll this curse die could someone could someone come and help me before I roll this curse die yeah because I better die I really like it I don't I don't know I need to have a look at like the how, the how have they it. changed though even what have they like actually they changed some well, like game also com- didn't we give you an expansion for some birthday or something I've actually never, you? Yeah, never so you've that. never played that that's why it's interesting to me well, I, we give you a ghost stories expansion yeah we, what's that we don't know so it gives you like kind of an extra level below the village but it gives you a fifth player that then runs the ghosts. So it kind of mm. breaks the um, co-op in Yeah, I see like, I see why the, you haven't played it and I think yeah, you, I, I think I, we I, just bought it because we know how much you loved Ghost yeah. Stories. I, I did play yeah. it like an obscene amount. Yes. Yeah. But I, I think yeah, I think you added in that someone is then kind of you're the bad guy, like the actual big I can't remember yeah. his name in the game. Yeah. Uh, but you're like kind of controlling yeah. so some it, things. So it changes the game to a completely different type of game, which we could also talk about sometime. This like one versus all yeah. type yeah, Dracula or Fury yeah. or whatever the, mm. the, the game is. Yeah, Fury or Dracula, when, we like, should talk about that. When like yeah. someone is... I want to play that again. When yeah. someone is the bad guy and then everyone else starts like, it's co-op, but just against one person. This yeah. is actually one of the advantages of doing a podcast now that I'm actually like, actively trying to find games that I haven't played in a while. Yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, that was really good. Obviously, it's the most middle-class white man thing to do <laughs> to <laughs> do a podcast or even look at your own game collection but it is true like i would love to play like fury of dracula yeah again. I, I have good memories of that one and then like but then should we also talk about the like the eldritch horror arkham horror like the the if if we if this is a continuum again of three levels where yeah, it's if like, you really want to get into crazy town yeah. stuff yeah. so i own eldritch horror but I guess this also applies to Arkham Horror, which yeah. now I think is on like third edition. I think aren't they? And, they're uh, pretty similar games yeah, in terms of, in essence. Yeah, I mean the bear mechanics, kind of. Yeah, mm. it's just the I guess the theme and the the degree of pulpiness. I think is a bit different. Okay, because also Mansions of Madness is kind of similar. Oh yeah, and um, the difference is that the encounters are, are app based. So I, I think that's like, more scenario yeah. stuff. I'm I'm not a huge fan of Manager of Madness. I know that some people really like actually, it. Have you played it? I've I played actually, it. Okay, yeah. I, I haven't. I've never, I've never yeah. played it. I like. I keep trying to persuade Giannis, but he won't bring. Like the boxes are too huge, so yeah. he won't bring it anyway. I just. I and no, and no one's zero. ever been. No one's ever been invited to his house. Yeah, yeah no, I one's d- no one's ever seen. It's a yeah. fortress of solitude. He yeah. calls it. But it is zero probability. Yeah. Zero. Like, Absolutely. You could yeah. not. You could not do it. Yeah, but like I do, I do think I like Eldritch Horror and Arkham Horror more than I like Mansions of Madness. I've never played the Arkham. I I heard good stuff about Eldritch, and I got it. And then on a on a and massive then, so then you you got streak. it and then what did you then what did you then do uh, I got, got pretty it. much every small box expansion that you can <laughs> get for the game <laughs> it's just crazy this never happens to any of us yeah, uh, yeah I've yeah. never bought an expansion in my life but this is it. how dare you how dare yeah. you ignore all these boxes and receipts that I have <laughs> um, but yeah this is one of the games that like I would suggest like I think from the base game you kind of need to get at least a couple of expansions. <laughs> <laughs> because they they went really kind of stingy, I think in the in the yeah. base game. This is very uh, fantasy flight where they give you an okay game and then go, you kind of need at yeah. least one or two expansions. Yeah. It's like, okay, you. But yeah, but there, there are games that, that are like that. I would say that like Merchants and Marauders is also a game that I I don't th- I think that that 
expansion for that is a must to get. Huge call. I, really? think, I think it's a There's must. There's a few things. I think what did the expansion add? The storm and shit? Yeah, but yeah, it's contraband, for example. Oh, fuck, no. I didn't realize that wasn't in the base <laughs> game. Never <laughs> mind. Yes, you're Sold. correct. Sold. Yes. Contra- contraband is not in the, in the base Jesus game. Jesus Christ. Okay, mm. yeah. That's, that's, I think that's Neither is the thing. gold ship. No, okay, yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm, yeah, I'm with stuff. you on this. Yeah, there's bits of And I'm going to say, they exp- this is, again, completely off topic. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so the version of has, it has a lot for an expansion. There's things we never we, we would never play with from it mm. also, mm-hmm. but it has a few core things that I think make the game just a lot yeah, better. Yeah, a little yeah. sweeter. I like the modular nation, uh, yeah. nature of it, uh, which is not the case in Our Are rumors... Uh, that's base game. That's base game. Okay. Yeah. You should talk about Merchants and Marauders at some point as well. Mm. Yeah. As long as we, we can think of another game that's like a nice kind of like it's, yeah. uh, thing. I'm working on it. Okay. Spoilers. And by working on it, I mean probably spending money on the internet mm-hmm. to, to get it. Yeah. Anyway, but I'll yeah. leave that for the future. Oh. Yeah. But Eldritch Horror is kind of like, I think it's. Like, so this is like a huge game, really, mm-hmm. in the setup and the scope, and especially the time of it. Yeah. So the setup is you're going to basically pick an Elder God, let's say Cthulhu or wherever from the base box. And the, the ticking clock in the game is something, potentially how you lose, is if the Elder God wakes up and then smashes the world. And your investigators on this world map and their cities... And you have to solve mysteries to stop the Elder God waking up. Mm. And then fighting you against the game is scenarios, encounters you have in the game, portals opening up and monsters kind of spawning into the world. So your investigators with like the classic fantasy flight, you have certain health and certain sanity. And the game is played in kind of phases where you'll travel around on your turn. You've got a limited amount of actions basically to like buy weapons suit up mm-hmm. get tickets get around the map where you need to be and then kind of the the flavorful bit of the game is these encounters where someone will read you a card of your location either you know if you're hopping through a portal to another realm of existence mm-hmm. or you're meeting the pope in yeah. rome or something and you have to roll your skill stats so you it's a again like dice heavy skill based game whereas if you're very good at perception you roll more perception dice mm-hmm. if you're very good at influence you roll more of that and then you roll dice to overcome these things and then get rewards or punishments if you yeah. fuck up. This is like, you punched the Pope in the face. Mm. You're think, now in prison. I think that's like by far my favorite thing about the game yeah. is like the encounters and how like deep they go and how often they're like, there's a multi-level. So you first encounter the Pope yeah. and then you either say hello or punch them and then you whiff the punch. So now something else happens yeah. and then something else happens. The Pope was a deep one the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> and then I like those encounters a lot. It's very like story. Being, like yeah. it's, it's it breaks down this sort of like the. Uh, I mean, you could try and play it as a strategic no. kind yeah. of game, but my god, it is so thematic and so yeah. storytelling based, and like so yeah. much of it is just like about this yeah. this story that you're telling together. Yeah. And, so and like, the story is also very fucking random. Like yeah. weird shit can happen. Yeah. So if you're fine with that, then it's like you know you'll yeah. be in a you'll be in Shanghai and then you'll go to a nightclub and be stabbed by someone. You'll be like, well, I didn't know that was going to happen. It's like, well, that's just the card that you drew at this point. Yeah. Which I kind of like. Because I remember, like, I remember having games where, uh, I think one where I was like playing a socialite in Shanghai mm. and all I did was go from Shanghai to the Himalayas, fail to do a mission, go back to Shanghai, Himalayas, back to yeah. Shanghai, and then got arrested and then did nothing for the rest of the game because I was in prison and I could not get out. Meanwhile, everyone else is saving the world. Mm. Like someone is in the sea punching Cthulhu in the face. I'm like, I I'm, in, I'm in prison. I can't get out. I am not charismatic enough yeah, to talk no, myself out of prison. I can't talk myself out of prison. Which is funny because you were the socialite. Yeah, you just it didn't... kept failing the role. But I am terrible with dice. Yeah. This yeah. is a, a fact that is mm. just so prevalent with me. Uh, I remember a game where you were a musician and you were like lost in space and time. Yeah. And then you, f- you fell back through a portal, bringing with it like five monsters with you. <laughs> and you just managed to stand up before they gutted you at that point. <laughs> I was like, wow, what a journey that, that, that trombone player has been on in this, in this 1920s hellscape. But yeah, the game is like very, I, I mean, think, story, very theme, very schlock, very important. I think even that game where I got lost in time and space and kept like popping in and out of the, like the portal and then finally came back with all the monsters died <laughs> and unleashed them to, on you. I think you still won the game in the end <laughs> without my like presence, but I think it's, yeah. Oh, I think I think in Elder I get a new character if I die. So that's yeah, yeah, also yeah. like, and I became a mafioso or whatever, and it was. You can die. It just basically dying in the game speeds up the clock. Like the doom track for yeah. the god mm-hmm. waking up is kind of the the downside to dying is yeah. you speed up the the god awakening. But it's good to have like in cooperative games, even if there is death and even there is high stakes, it's nice to be able to come back to the game because that's mm-hmm. in some yeah, games yeah. you're kind of like just you end up in not being in the game anymore. Uh, like like in Nemesis. 
as, mm. a, as another kind of swinging segue, which is kind of, mm, let's say, semi-co-op at the most. Yeah, thing. because it, I think Nemesis has to be one of the more like like in the semi-adversarial ones. Yeah. Because again, my most, my only real memory of Nemesis is me pushing your character who was in a wheelchair into a room full of fire and monsters and throwing a grenade in there. Yeah, uh, teamwork. Because you tried to how... kill him, or yes, yes. Right. I was like, wait a minute, I've, I'm pretty sure he just trying to kill me. And it's very it was, perceptive of There were subtle clues. Yeah. Uh, and I, I think I now whiffed it. It was the fire and the grenade. I can't <laughs> yeah. remember. I was like, God damn it. The, 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 like the broodmother on fire. The, the, the room had the broodmother. It was oh on fire. God. And I like rolled your wheelchair yeah. in it and I threw a grenade in. And you didn't die. And it was really awkward from oh, there I'm on. Unkillable. Uh, it's, unkillable. Uh, uh, it's super awkward when you just throw a grenade at someone and they don't die. Yeah. I, yeah. I hate when that happens. It's actually a bit rude. Yeah. You know, it's For a bit rude not that to that die. Yeah. 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 And then I had to like, explain to everyone else. No, it's fine. I just it just oh, accidentally I try- happened. I was trying yeah. to kill the the brood mother. Don't worry about it. Just collateral damage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know how it is. You know how it is. Life on a spaceship. Anyway, going back to Eldridge, I love it. You cannot take it to a pub. The no. setup is insane. Yeah, no, it is. It's, it's insane. And, and if you got like the, the teardown, like after oh the game, like it's, mo- it's minus a million, minus a million probability. And I will say, my only dislike for the game is that it maybe goes on. An hour and a half too long. I mean, yeah, yeah. it is. <laughs> Which but is that like, might also be us. It is. I don't, I don't know. I, don't know. I, it, I mean, we we play all games kind of slowly, but it is a long game. Yeah, and yeah. I don't think it would need to be no. this long. quite long. No, I, yeah. I don't know how to if uh, if I could look around and like house rule kind of speeding it up. Yeah, I think I would because like some of it is just. At some point, you just start feeling like Like, it has been... For some of the the monsters, you have to do, like... You have to solve, like, three mysteries until until they're they're killed. And then it's like we spend the first... Often we've spent three hours doing the first mystery, and then we just stop it at that one. And when we do that, we're like, all right, so we just say that we we won or something, (laughs) because we've done a third of the game. And yeah. it's, it's past midnight and we're all tired. Yeah, yeah and it's like all our characters are smashed up. We haven't got anything. It's like, oh, I disappeared in that portal. Yeah, and it's not even that, like, it's because we are game. okay with mm. really long games sometimes, yeah. Yeah. but it's not like, I don't want to play 12 hours of Eldritch Horror. No, it's no, like no, no. A game can be long, but there needs to be a reason for it to be that long. Yeah, mm. and it feels a bit extra. And I guess you could, like, we could play it faster, but I think then if we play it faster, it's we lose, like, the yeah. schlock and the pulp. Because I like the dramatic kind yeah. of, I'm going to read... I'm gonna you read you never the read entire it. thing, and I'm gonna read it in character. Like you, you do really good voices when you're reading them, and like, like, well, just, of course, well, yeah, of course. But I, I like, I like that. Like everyone reads cards for other people, right? So you don't know what the the outcome, if you succeed or fail a role, mm. might be. And I kind of like that. Yeah. I like that sort of like dramatic thing. It's like, oh, yeah. I'm in this city. Yeah. What, what's going to happen? And we're all listening to the person reading the card, and all yeah. listening to the person trying to solve this thing that's happening. It's just very like, but yeah. I think that's the juice for me. Is this like a really schlocky? Yeah, kind of almost sorry. story thing about it and then just see like even if i and again i don't really get salty at eldritch horror if i'm doing really badly because it's almost like hilarious because you can like get like so i'm in three different types of debt i'm poisoned four times mm. i've got a head injury like you can collect like negative things at yeah. every time i rest like okay so i'm gonna roll for my hallucinations <laughs> no i'm still hallucinating all right i'm gonna roll for my broken leg no, I've still got a broken it's still leg. Broken, yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh, God. Meanwhile, everyone else is like, yeah, I've got four shotguns. I've got this holy water. My mm. ally is the Pope. It's just <laughs> nice to have these kind of discrepancies of like, how's your poisoning and broken leg, Tom? It's like, yeah, I'm doing super well over here. I've got PTSD and I've been stuck <laughs> in a prison for the last three hours. Yeah, I've, been ar- I've been arrested by the Chinese authorities. Uh, good luck with the Elder God thing. Thoughts and prayers. But I love that kind of disparity <laughs> that not everyone is just tooling up. Like you can just have... A really rough time mm. but i find that kind of as entertaining as if yeah. i was just smashing it yeah you know yeah. what i mean like i don't i'm like oh god it's just the f- i just find the humor of having like a really banged up character in the game just yeah endlessly especially fun if you're me. like a fucking nun somewhere and just like, like you're, you're you're the nun in the chinese prison trying to talk herself out of it and you're just whiffing it and yeah. then sometimes you like need to go like you you have the absolute worst odds but then you're nun with the brass knuckles that she yeah next and you just has, roll just, like a champion yeah just just kills the massive demon yeah with- there's 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 snatching victory from the jaws of defeat but there's also snatching defeat from the jaws of victory <laughs> every time it's like i'm rolling nine dice to attack oh none like fuck <laughs> i'm taking a lot of hits <laughs> like you can't just spend your time like giving this one person like the most incredible arsenal in the world yeah. and then it just comes down to a dice roll like and they're oh. completely with it like we yeah. literally just genuinely rolling an incredible handful and handful of dice yeah. and just not yeah. just standing at the precipice of an abyss looking at, looking into a hell mouth with a shotgun and holy water going 
I'll kill you all. And they go, oh, and then just <laughs> dropping the shotgun and then pissing yourself. It's like, oh, no, Larry. The fate of the world was on the line and you've whiffed it. Yeah. But I think that's also things that maybe not all groups add into games of like, we <laughs> we make up these scenarios of like, oh, I've, I've got my holy water and my, my shotgun and I've accidentally now pissed myself instead. And I slip <laughs> in my own piss and then hit my head and that's why I have the head injury. It's yeah, like, yeah. we do that versus <laughs> other people just go like, But those oh, people yeah, wouldn't be fun to yeah. play Eldritch Horror with. I don't I don't, yeah, I, I don't think it's a joy. I mean, I name all my allies. It's like, oh, yeah. now I've got an author with me. Come yeah. on, Stephen Kang. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just go around the world, not yeah. saving anything. This is also, I think, the most stories have come from this one now because it's like, because there's, it's memorable, there's, there's so of, many, there's memorable, so many memorable things. But it's and, not, uh, I mean, it's definitely not winning or losing because we never no. fucking end no, the game. No, we, we never, but I don't think, yeah, it's a weird game where it doesn't matter that we don't finish it. Yeah, we just, I'm like, we just play for fun and then we, we try it. not to die and then we stop it when <laughs> yeah. we're all tired of playing. Yeah, we're like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> all yeah. look at each other being like, so it's, it's still like, yeah. like it's going to be like another four hours maybe yeah. when we do this now. I, I feel like I'm dragging it down because I never succeed any of my roles, even yeah. for like the things that help win the game. Yeah. So I'm like, ah, someone else is going to have to do that. I'm afraid. Mm. I can't can't roll. <laughs> can't roll for shit. It's like, there's a cup on the ground. Can you pick it up? Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Failed the mystery. I have somehow opened a portal to a different dimension and there's no oh. more monsters in yeah. here because I tried to pick up a cup. Yes. Whoops. Yeah, that's usually yeah. my my sort of, my uh, story in, in Eldritch Horror. But I, I really, I, I love it. It's it's a crazy game. I've bought like the, um a, a, like a big box expansion now, like the Under the Pyramids one. So there's like a sideboard. This game is now huge. It like, was already unpopular and now it's just insane. It's, it's barely, it, does it's it, barely does, homeable. Yeah. Does it need a sideboard? It does if you go to Egypt because you can go to the, like Giza and the Bent Pyramids because certain gods like uh, draw you yeah. to Egypt. Yeah. Yeah. So can yeah. you actually fit that on your table at the moment? Uh, barely. It? I've played oh, it as a two-player with Rubes, as like yeah. a four-player. Also, the absolute joke that they say this can go up to eight players. <laughs> can you fucking imagine? No. No. It would huge, take forever. If you're playing this above four, good luck. You should not play yeah. it. I think three or four. And with eight, it is unplayable in the way we would play it. No. It would, I don't you would have to it. play it in a really boring way. Yeah, but also I like... I mean, I don't even think you could play it because your downtime would be insane Huge. between turns. Yeah. Where would you even like... And also, I'm just thinking of the like physical... Like, like, you, like you'd have to... Like, you'd have to You're rent so a room. You're so shocked. You <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're just, like, you'd have to rent a like a, like a like a meeting space for it. Yeah, you would need like a medieval banquet yeah. table, I think, to uh, actually like... Well, I don't know. Is it, is it, does it require that much more space than like TI for eight people, though, which we also play at people? I don't know. It would be on par. Yeah, because mm. an eight-player map as well, eight boards. Mm. I don't know. It's a lot. Either yeah. way, barely home. Don't play it with eight. Play something else. If yeah. you have eight people. I maybe so. the MOBA game. Yeah, maybe. If you You've got some friends that really, uh, to, to really, really want to get into it. Yeah. Oh my god. No, if you have eight people, you should play Detective Club. Mm. Mm, that's the take. The take of missions. <laughs> no. No, if you've got eight players, don't play like a huge yeah. in-depth story board game that, <laughs> even for us, when we don't finish it, takes three hours. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And that's with four players. Yeah. That's some solid gaming advice that you, you get from us. Or you can play Twilight Imperium with eight people, take 16 hours, still not finish the game, and just be absolutely shattered for two days yeah. afterwards. I realize I, I has, that only works because I had two tables. Yeah. Like, I had to literally move in a table <laughs> to fit that in. Yeah, I oh think we're God. doing six people now at the next game, so it's going to be I think so. Because yeah. we're doing base TI4, which yeah, only goes up to Yeah, I promised the host, to yeah. Mm. I was going to... Who's into that? Let's have a, let's mm. have a chat. Maybe uh, afterwards. No, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. maybe afterwards. But yeah, it's the opposite of a cooperative game. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's war. It's got war in Latin in the <laughs> in the motto of the game. Mm. Yeah. So. There's this cool... Well, this is a side point, but there's... I can't remember what it was called. I was trying to Google it, but there's this... I think it's from Kickstarter. It's like, there's a space station that's crashing, and we're all on to, on the space station, and that's like a huge... This is super new, though. Yeah, it's super new, and it's like a huge, huge game where you can play with lots of people. That's like mega complex. But my one thing that made me interested in the game is that one character you can be is you're a mouse with telekinetic powers, uh-huh. <laughs> and you're just in a little cage. So the only way you can move is by influencing other people to make them carry you around and do stuff. And I was like, that sounds super cool. That sounds, okay. I want to do that. Uh, or is that the one cool thing in an otherwise very dry game? I, maybe. Because mm. people say it's impo- like some people say it's kind of impossible to play. Okay. Because it is, there's so much. There's so many rooms that you can do everything in. Okay, wow. And it's insane. But it looks cool. And I want to be a telekinetic mouse that, mm. that, tele- sure we... that telepathically tells, pe- tells people to move me around. Hmm. Interesting. If that was a board game, I'd play it. <laughs> telepathic mouse, yeah. the board game. Mm. 
I mean, yeah, we can kickstart it. Raise, <laughs> raise a few million. Raise a few million. Uh, all right. So I guess we've now tackled the uh, Cthulhu mythos in a cooperative way mm. and chatted about some other co-op-y kind of games, pros, cons, feelings, etc. You know, the, just the the red hot opinions I that you expect are, from the, us. Yeah, the, the thing just, you cut you tune into this podcast yeah. for. I think they got all of it. Yeah, mm. we always stay on the rails. Yeah, mm. you know, we we never deviate. Yeah. we talk about the facts. And describe the games as dryly as possible. Mm-hmm. That's our brand. Yeah. And I'm proud that we do that every week without completely fucking it up. <laughs> That's true. It, it, it's kind of like it's kind of weird taking us this long to get into co-op games because we are all like we all care bears. Like mm-hmm. it's it's a fact. Like we're all we, hugging right now. Actually, mm. I I realized that I don't own a single co-op game. Mm. Says I've a lot been about th- you. I've been thinking Says about that now, and I don't own a single co-op game, and I definitely should own one. Uh, as or several. I think the Cthulhu one that I own is a co-op game, but I've like it's been so long since I've played it. Death like, may die. Death may die. Yeah. But yeah. if I went, if I bought a co-op game right now, I think it would be Ghost Stories because out of all of the games we talked about today, and otherwise, it's the mm. best sort of hits the sweet spot of. Yeah, I just vibe with it. It's not too impossible to play. I still want to play more Pandemic, but I get why it doesn't come out very often. Maybe I would we should play, just like, play. To be honest, I would play Pandemic. Yeah. It's just I don't reach for it off the shelf. Yeah. I, I think that's the point. I don't dislike Pandemic. I just think that there are maybe we should just play more better games. There are Forbidden better games that mm. that do the things in different ways that are just all of them better than Pandemic. I think mm. Pandemic is like an almost like a gateway game. Mm. But it, it's like yeah, I mean, the, it, well, the co-opiness of it, like the simple co-opiness of it. It could be that I actually want to play Forbidden Island or like Eldritch Horror. Mm. Ooh. Very different ends of the spectrum. Yeah, no, but, like, but but it could. I'm I'm accepting that it might be that it's not pandemic that I want to say co-op game, and it's mm. just I haven't decided which one of those I want to play, and it yeah. could be that either of those would be the better option. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think the final hot take, maybe not off, off board with Finns, but at least for me, is that maybe Pandemic isn't the best co-op game. There are better <sighs> ones that do do the same thing, but better but from, might... from both sides of what you would like. But it might be the best, like the legacy game. I was going to say, my hot take to your hot take is yeah. that you guys definitely need to play season one. Yeah, we, yeah we, we, we talked about it, we should yes, do it. Because, yeah, but I think that will add also more like that as like stories and stuff that you sort of build up. And oh yeah, like it's that, a lot more That flavor. adds a completely different, that's yeah. a com- almost a completely different game from just regular pandemic. Like New, Yes and no. I mean, it's the same I will let you discover it. Yeah, the mechanics. Yeah, the but like the but game it, itself is. But it adds that all the things that Simon was saying are missing in pandemic mm-hmm. that Eldritch Horror has. Like just yeah, like story, drawing, and like character development stuff. Honestly, I think you guys should pick it up at some point. That is true. But anyway, on that bombshell of hopeful gaming with yeah. stuff that we don't have if Ita starts getting into board games at some point yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when, if she ever just gets off her ass and just she buys just or plays one play board game a game any game <laughs> at this point <laughs> then well hope springs eternal tic-tac-toe anything yeah just give it a go and she refuses she slaps yeah. the pencil yeah. out of your hand i'll never play a game never uh <laughs> and on that horrible bombshell Again, uh, I will say goodbye. It is goodbye from me. It is a farewell from me. It is also a goodbye from me. All right, goodbye from us all here. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye